Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today I'm here with my sweet new friend Haley, and she is going to talk to us about being a state title holder and her prep for Miss Volunteer America. So Haley, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, first and foremost, thank you so much for having me on. It's an honor to be able to be on here and talk to you today. Um, Hi, everyone. I'm Haley Hudson, and I am your current Miss North Carolina Volunteer America 2024. Um, Currently, I am a first-year law student at the University of North Carolina School of Law. I tell people that I want to be a real-life Elle Woods, (laughs) so working on that at the moment. Um, I am 23 years old, and for talent, I'm a singer. My platform is Speak Up for Social Media Safety, and I have been involved in the world of pageantry since the age of six. So that's just a little tidbit about me, and we can get into more about anything um, under the sun regarding me or pageantry in this podcast. I love it. Okay, so you said that you started pageants at six. So talk about how you got into pageantry. So it's funny. Um, I just came home from school one day. Uh, there was a local fundraiser pageant in my community, um, Little Miss Cape Fear, um, because I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina, which is home to our largest U.S. military base, uh, Fort Liberty. But it's right by the Cape Fear River, hence the name Little Miss Cape Fear. And I just came home with this flyer one day and showed my mom. And I was like, I want to do this. And she was like, oh, okay, I guess we're going to, you know, do this little pageant. And my mom had competed in pageants when she was much younger. Um, and so I just started prepping and entering this whole new world. And I actually ended up being second runner up out of like 25 little girls. And my mom almost passed out in the audience. She did not think that I would be second runner up Uh in my very first pageant. And so it was just a great experience. And ever since then, I've just been hooked. I loved being on stage. Um, I loved everything that the pageant kind of brought with it. And I've just been doing it ever since. I love it. I love it. So talk about your transition into the Miss Volunteer America organization. How'd you come across it? Why'd you choose it? What's your favorite thing about the system? Yeah, I love that question. Um, I love my job as Miss North Carolina volunteer. I've been Miss North Carolina volunteer for about two months now. And it's just been the greatest experience. Uh, Miss Volunteer America is still kind of a new system. And it's really exciting to be part of, you know, this newer system and spread the word to people. I was really drawn to the Miss Volunteer America system because I grew up kind of in the old school Miss America organization. I was a princess. I was a teen. I really, really loved what Miss America like stood for like throughout the years and it was really exciting to see something created that still kind of embodied that old school Miss America type feel. Uh, And it's exciting to see all the changes that have gone with Miss America in the past couple of years as well. But I remember as a teen, I was all, I always hated fitness, like do like the routine and stuff. I was like, I just want to do swimsuit. Like I would rather just walk on stage and have my Victoria's Secret model moment. And so that was something that was really, really enticing to me to finally have that moment in the volunteer organization. But then I also really, really love what it stands for with their national platform, SERVE. Um, so that's scholarship, education, responsibility, volunteerism, and empowerment, which is kind of perfect for this podcast. Uh, and something that being a law student and a student in general, uh, scholarship and loans is something that I deal with uh, pursuing, you know, a law degree. So Ms. Volunteer America offers scholarships to young women. That's kind of their big purpose of the organization. And then also, I really, really love, of course, the volunteer 
aspect, but I love the responsibility because that kind of sets the organization apart from other organizations we have today. And I have kind of found myself preparing for my state pageant and then also continuing to prepare for Miss Volunteer America, really honing in on that R aspect of serve, balancing law school and competition preparation. I've been really, really responsible with my time and my body and my mind doing both of the things and being successful in both areas. So that's something I really, really love about this program and the way I've prepared thus far. Yeah, I love that. And I love what you were saying about fitness. I <laughs> am so glad that for the teeny bop's sake, they got rid of like the push up business, <laughs> and the jumping jack business. I remember before I ever started competing, competing in pageants, because I'm brand new to pageants. I'm like a year and a half in. Oh my um, gosh. Well, welcome. welcome. I know. I love it. It's so fun. Um, but my little, she competed in team, like in that era. And we found her fitness video one year and we were like, Lauren, what are you doing on stage? And she was like, no, like, it's like, it's the routine. And I was like, that's what they made you do. And she's like, yeah. Literally my year that I went to Mr. North Carolina's outstanding teen, we had a step on that we had to use for fitness. Like one of those like fitness steppers. And I remember one of the moves you'd have to like step onto it and like, fist pump the air and then do this and then do the other side. Uh, So it was interesting to say the least. I told people that I was getting ready for fitness by just doing the fitness routine. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it's it's much better now that they can just, you know, walk around in their cute little rebel athletic wear and just slay. So (laughs) sassy walk. That's all we need. (laughs) Um, Okay, so you said you were a singer. So talk about your talent. How do you go about picking a piece to sing? What goes through that process? Absolutely. Well, that's very salient right now because I am in the process of picking a talent song and finalizing that for Miss Volunteer America. At State, I sang Don't Rain on My Parade, which is a classic Barbara Streisand song. Um, I had the opportunity to actually go watch Funny Girl last year uh, in February and saw Leah Michelle do it. I was a big Glee, Glee fan. And so that kind of was just amazing, you know, in all those aspects. She makes it look so easy, also. <laughs> Side note. <laughs> and so that's what I sang at state. And now I'm, you know, in the process of picking a song. Uh, I'm really honing in on the people that I trust and their opinions that I value. Uh, luckily for, for me, we have somebody designated on my committee who's actually my executive director, who is very well versed in the theater and the musical kind of background. And so he's really helping me with my song selection. We're actually scheduled a day the other day to kind of meet up and finalize a song selection. Uh, but I think that's the big thing for me. It's, you know, find something that I really enjoy, but also take into account other people's opinions and have some people that you trust. Because at the end of the day, I want to do what, you know, is going to work the best for my voice. And, you know, if you're like, hey, this Haley, this song would really fit your voice. I'm like, OK, I'm totally down to hear it. Let's try it. Like it might not sound good the first time, but we'll we'll just go for it. So I think that that twofold kind of process of trusting my gut and then the people around me is really the best way for me to choose a song. And I've been singing, you know, kind of my entire pageant career. Uh, I tell people my best friend, she's an opera singer. She's actually Miss North Carolina America. And I tell people, I am not like an opera singer like Taylor. I'm more of like the theater kind of pageant singer, I would say. Uh, And so I'm glad that there's space for both opera singers and, you know, more mainstream theatrical talent singers like myself (laughs) and organizations today. I love it. Absolutely. And you have to tell her she was one of my picks to win. So you have to let her know. Uh, I will tell her. Um, (laughs) 
Taylor and I actually met in 2017, the year I was an outstanding teen at Miss North Carolina and doing the, the dreaded fitness routine on the step. And we met then and she went back and the next year I brought her like a little cupcake to the pageant and our, we have just been like good friends since, but our friendship really got strong because we were roommates uh, all four years of college. And so anybody out there listening, you actually can meet your best friends through pageants who will maybe become your roommates in college and your best friend. And you maybe you'll get to go like cheer them on Miss America one day because I highly recommend it was awesome. So <laughs> I love it. You heard her here first. Yeah. Um, okay. So we talked about talent, but talk about your favorite phase of competition and then talk to us a little bit about why that phase is your favorite. Ooh, that's such a hard question. Uh, I think that my favorite would have to be interview. I love talking to people, um, especially the judges and kind of telling them who I am. And I think that interview is really a different phase of competition than anything else that you see, because you really do get to genuinely get to know the girl, you know, not their like style, not like if they're super talented, not if they're look good in their bikini, but you really get to have that first impression with the judges and leave that lasting effect and really convince them why you want to be, you know, said title holder. And I think that it's a really special opportunity just to, you know, connect with them and share my own life story and who I am as Haley. So. I love it. I love it. And then part of interview obviously is talking about your platform. So tell us about your platform, what it is, what you've been doing with it so far this year and what your future plans are with it. Absolutely. So my platform, I kind of mentioned earlier, is called Speak Up for Social Media Safety. Um, And so the goal of my personal platform is to educate people on the dangers that can accompany social media, uh, because it is such an evolving thing in our society today. I remember looking back when I was like in elementary school, the iPhone was becoming a big thing. And you know, I'm not that old, but it wasn't that long ago that that was happening. And everything has just changed, you know, since then. And then I have a younger brother and a cousin that my parents adopted. And just seeing them in these different phases of life have this access to technology and social media is really a salient topic in our society today. But the reason I chose my platform is because when I was in middle school, I was uh, a victim of sexual harassment and cyberbullying, both through technology and social media. Uh, the person that actually sexually harassed me also went on to be the one that cyberbullied me as well. And with my experience with that, I learned that, you know, sexting is a big thing in society today too. And if I, there's the laws in the United States right now don't really protect the victims in situations like mine. In my situation, I was sent an unsolicited, uh, image and video from this person didn't ask for it didn't want it didn't expect it but just because I had received it I could be punished just as much as the person who sent it which you know you're punishing the victims in these scenarios and that kind of sparked my you know interest in going to law school which I am doing now but it it wasn't fair that you know I did everything right I reported to the police uh and I told them and gave them my phone for several months And they were like, oh, sorry, like to prosecute him, we'd have to prosecute you as well, which I had a really big issue with because, you know, you're trying to encourage people to do the right thing in society and follow the law. And so that kind of sparked my interest in, you know, advocating for people who experienced things like I did, but then also educating our youth, our parents and our teachers about the dangers that accompany social media, because there's so many out there underneath this umbrella of social media 
you know, stranger danger is more prevalent today than it was ever when I was growing up because of the internet. So something I do and probably my favorite appearance I've made so far as Miss North Carolina Volunteer America is one of these appearances where I go into schools and I have several books that I read to children. Um, and then we also talk about it. You know, I'm like, who, raise your hand if you play Roblox. And apparently that is the big oh. thing right now. I only know that because I have a, a seven-year-old cousin who lives with my parents. And so she kind of keeps me in loop <laughs> with all the, the cool things with the kids these days. But, you know, and almost every kid like raises their hand or like if they have like an Xbox or an iPad, you know, it's so prevalent in society today uh, for kids to have access to these things. So we really talk about, you know, you know, you're supposed to be nice to your your friends at school. You're also supposed to be nice to people online. Don't talk to people online that you don't know. Hence the stranger danger kind of aspect of that. And then also like getting able to talk to the teachers because, you know, they, a lot of them have their own kids. And then also I put on like fundraisers. Uh, I had a social media safety day with a corporate sponsor, most Southwest girl before. And during that day, I also got to kind of talk to the parent aspect too, because this isn't a battle where you just talk to one group of people. It takes educating multiple groups Mm -hmm. of people to kind of make a change and make sure that everybody is safe um, and aware of what comes on comes along with social media and the dangers that, you know, you face just logging on to any social media site today. Sorry, that was kind of long-winded, but there was a lot there to unpack. (laughs) There is a lot there. There is a lot there. And I didn't know that about the laws in the U.S. about literally not protecting the victim at all. It's like a a state-by-state kind of basis. (laughs) I think there's about 27 states that have adopted laws that kind of protect victims in this gray area. But, you know, we have 50 states. Like it's not Fair a half. Yeah. You know, North Carolina, my home state is one of them that hasn't adopted these laws. So that's something I'm really trying to change and advocate for with, you know, my local legislators um, and hopefully, you know, change it in North Carolina and then maybe on a wide scale as Miss Volunteer America. I love that. I love that. Okay. So talk about, you were talking about Miss Volunteer America. So talk about your prep. What does it look like? What have you been focusing on? What are, what have been your goals with prep? Yeah. So like I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, preparing for the state pageant, I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, like I'm going to give it my all um, and somehow try and figure out the balance between my first semester of law school and competing in this pageant in November. And it really challenged me to like push to be the best version of myself in both, you know, pageant prep and then school. Law school is very demanding. That's the way I describe it to people. You know, I wouldn't say it's hard, but it's just very demanding. It's like, you know, I wake up, I go to school, I come home, I read, I go to bed, I wake up, and then I just keep doing the same thing. And so kind of putting in the pageant prep into that cycle of law school consuming most of my life, you know, five days of the week uh, was challenging at first. But, you know, I just really got into the mindset to push myself to be better and to make time for these things, honing on, on, on the ARB serve of the responsibility aspect. And so after winning Miss North Carolina volunteer in November, you know, of course I had finals ex- exams and stuff, but I was ready to hit the ground running, you know, trying to prep for Jackson in June uh, because I didn't want to lose the progress I had already made preparing for my state pageant, especially with like lifestyle and fitness. You know, I had seen such a drastic change and just, my overall health and fitness in, in those two months of preparation that I did for the state pageant, I was like, I don't want to go back to, you know, how I was before because right. it's like a lifestyle at this point. And I love like the, you know, the change that I've seen. Um, and I'm just so used to it at this point. Uh, and so just 
keeping that up was a big thing, especially with the holiday season. I was like, okay, we're going home. We're going to have gingerbread and hot cocoa and all this stuff. But, you know, we still got to, you know, focus on our health because I felt a lot better, you know, preparing for a swimsuit mentally and physically. Um, and it also kind of helps me with my like mental clarity for school as well. You know, working out, getting my steps in, you know, I'm sitting six hours of the day at school. And so it's nice to come home and my favorite hobby that I have adopted since preparing for Miss North Carolina volunteer is I walk and read at the same time and is the best use of my time. I, you know, multitasking. I love a good treadmill. Um, actually you, I like giant book right here, which I'm, I'm going to go read on the treadmill when we're done here. (laughs) I read and I'll highlight and I'll walk at the same time to get my, my body moving. So I've done that a lot. Um, and then also, for the other phases of competition, preparing for Miss Volunteer America, you know, speaking to people as much as I can, you know, this interview is a great opportunity just to speak about myself and my platform and the pageant in general. And then also kind of taking that into the school aspect too, like answering questions, uh, getting the chance to speak to people as much as often, ag parents as well. And then, you know, picking a talent song and practicing that of course goes into it but I think that just you know being really responsible to myself in all aspects of school and pageant life is the biggest thing that I've done and I'll continue to do until June so I love it I love it okay our final question if you could give one piece of advice to a first year title holder what would it be Ooh, that's a really good one. Okay, well, you have to answer it next because I want to hear your answer too. Because you know you're you're fresh on the scene, so like I want to hear what you would want to hear from somebody giving you advice, but then also you still be kind, being kind of a newer you know competitor. What you would say as well, but I think that my advice and it's so cliche, but you know just really figure out who you are and what you want to do. Uh, you know, people say like be authentic and it it's kind of taking that to a deeper level, you know, figure out who you are as a person. Like I'm Haley, like, this is what I value. This is what I want to talk about. This is who I want to show up as in my interview room and on stage at my pageant and then figure out, you know, what you want to do. What, why are you doing this pageant? Um, And I think that those self-reflection questions kind of give you a guide and a path of like where you're going, where you've been, and what you want to do with your future. And I think that just taking that into any, you know, your first time competition, really knowing who you are, what you want to do, that'll help. And then even if you're already a title holder going on to a state pageant or a national pageant, you know, you just always go back to that and your plan's kind of given to you and what you want to talk about, what you want to do. And it's just, I think that's really the core of figuring out and being successful in whatever pageant that you want to do. Yeah, I love that. I think mine would be just not feeling like you have to add things to your schedule for prep. Like something that I realized is that me living my life is me already doing like half of my prep. Like I'm going to work out in some capacity because I'm a dancer and I'm going to talk in front of people because of like, I'm a teacher. So like, I'm going to be speaking in front of people. So like, there's my interview prep slash onstage question. If I'm doing my school programs, that's great onstage question prep because you never know what kids are going to ask you. (laughs) And so those will throw you off guard way more than onstage questions will. (laughs) So just like recognizing and like trusting the fact that you are 
Um, you chose to do pageants for a reason, and it's probably because you enjoy those things already. And so you don't really have to add anything new into your schedule because um, likely you're already doing majority of your prep just as your daily life. So, and that's Wait, why I love pageants. That's <laughs> such good advice. Yeah. I like, you know, I didn't think about it right like that, but it, you're so, so right with that. It's like, you know, just speaking to people on the side of the road, like that's, there's some interview prep, like people make it out to be much harder than it has to be preparing for any pageant. And so I think that's great advice. Um, and also kind of to your point where kids will ask you anything, law school professors will also do the same. So, you know, they're like five or they're like 55 people will can just hit you with random questions anywhere, any place. And so I think that, you know, being quick on your feet to answer those just really helps you with the interview and onstage question in general. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Haley, for coming on. You're so sweet to do this. And oh. I so appreciate getting to know more about you. And um, just know that we'll be cheering you on in June. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me again. Uh, this was wonderful. And I can't wait to watch your journey, you know. Uh, I'll be looking out for that as well. So thank you so, so, so much for having me again. Uh, this was great. And I'd love to talk again. So yay. I love it. Yay. And I will see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye, y'all. Bye.